Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 315. Hone it and own it. Indie Music Podcast now has a Patreon at patreon.com slash indie underscore musiccast. And we invite you to become a member for exclusive benefits. For next to nothing per month, you could get members-only podcast video, early access to upcoming episodes, merch, and more. This morning, Matt and I get together for coffee and discuss managing your schedule and list of to-dos, going on an app diet, and choosing the system that works for you. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Good morning, Doug. How do I sound? Hello, good morning. You sound really good. You always sound really good. Oh, you sound good too. <laughs> Must be warmer in your studio. I see. You know, I, that's that's subject. Of, you know, uh, our listeners may be like, "Man, you guys don't sound that good." Oh yeah. Well, we didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, what was that? Warm. It, it, I said it must be warmer in your studio. You are you are without jacket and without hat. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's still chilly, but um. But it's a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Sun's out. It's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful day here today. So. Well, that's good. I got to tell you, um, <laughs> in that jacket that, you, that I complimented you on last week. Yeah. Um, made a lot of rustling noise. <laughs> it's oh, probably it? not a good podcast jacket. <laughs> I noticed in post. I was like, what is that noise? I'm like, oh, that's, that's that windbreaker that looks so nice, but. Uh, didn't sound as nice as it looked. <laughs> oh, well. Well, let's see, man. Um, man, I can't believe it's like Saturday morning already. This, uh, oh, I know. Uh, I don't know about you, but my week, like, it's just like whirlwind and I don't even know how I got here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mine was a little the opposite. It was like the big roller coaster. And I thought yesterday was Saturday <laughs> because by Tuesday, it already felt like Wednesday. It was, just, it was one of those weeks for me. It's like I was just <laughs> off by a day all week and again (laughs) yeah it's kind of like that lately seems like uh, just so many different things going on that it really kind of makes it hard to i'm one of those guys that drives by landmarks not by directions in specific like you know yeah i drive down and then turn right at the safeway and then turn left at the shell station um so i think that i must also track my time by landmarks and uh, when <laughs> when there's nothing to hang my hat on, you know, I lose my bearings. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like, uh, you know, calendars are good for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> calendars are good for that. If and I you have uh, more than one. Do you wear a watch? <sighs> I did. And it gave me a rash. So I had to stop. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm sensitive to certain metals and plastics and things. Oh. Which is. Uh, truly unfortunate but you carry a phone right oh i carry a phone most of the time yep it has like the day on it right <laughs> <laughs> no dude it's a nokia brick <laughs> and i text like this <laughs> where you have like abc on, on <laughs> exactly yeah you gotta hit it like two times kids today they don't understand the pain <laughs> of the texting <laughs> when you had to type each number three times did 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 <laughs> yeah um, with big like 
like uh, kind of rubbery plastic. Yes. You know. Yeah, <laughs> those things were durable though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know in this day and age, there's not really any good excuse to lose track of time and lose track of days and lose track of your to dos. Hey, what's that up in the upper right hand corner of your computer? Here? Here? No, what, actually what on your at? on your screen. Isn't that isn't that the date and time? Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> um yes. <laughs> and since I spend about 13 hours a day on the computer, you'd think that that would not escape me. <laughs> so so just having the calendar. <laughs> Isn't enough. It's it's actually right. Being cognitive, cognitive, cognizant. Th- thank you <laughs> of having the calendar. Yeah. Well, and, in my case, it's putting the. It's you, you got to put the technology to work for you, right? That's what it's there yeah. for. You got to set and and you and you got to set reminders, and you got to simplify. And part of the problem, I think, for me, with calendars to do lists. And I did this once, uh, I want to say a year ago, I went on an app diet and I took a, I took a, I took a notepad and I wrote down all the different apps that I use regularly. And then I looked for redundancy. So I'm like, oh, well I use Thunderbird, but I also use Gmail. Okay. So Thunderbird is gone. And then I also, I use Evernote and I use, you know, uh, whatever Google docs and other stuff. And I took, okay. Evernote's gone. I mean, I went on it. I looked for redundancies kind of like eliminating stuff so that I could streamline my own personal workflow. And, um, that did help, but I think I need to do that again. Cause once you start having to-do lists on paper and to-do lists on Trello and to-do lists, you know, in your task manager or whatever, and then, you know, you have multiple calendars and it just starts to, it starts to be like, where do I look for this information? What's the d- definitive source of this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. Cause I do keep separate calendars for mm-hmm. by context and um but my my personal calendar um i subscribe to my other calendars on oh and so i see all my events in one calendar mm-hmm. but i don't manage all my events in one calendar if that makes sense that makes sense so, um so like like any music podcast um uh, uh calendar for interviews and things like that uh is on its own calendar right. and, and and I I log into that account to to create meeting invites and and whatever mm. or whatever the case may be that anything calendaring related for that but I don't have I don't want to depend on knowing what's going on for the day so not editing but reading uh, uh and so then I just I consume those different things into one place for just for reading you know um, yeah what's going on today. And, uh, um, so that's the way I do it anyway. Yeah. I think that that's something that I must have dropped from my process along the way is the daily check in what's coming up today. Oh yeah. I think that would help a lot because I do that weekly. Like, okay, what do I need to do this week and what do I need to do today? But I don't, I, I guess I dropped the calendar review. What, you know, what meetings are coming up? What, uh, what did I miss? Now, like with Slack, if uh, like with uh, let's say Outlook integration in Slack, mm-hmm. then you'll get your meeting updates in Slack, so you'll get notifications there. Oh. That, uh, and that usually is like fifteen minutes ahead of time. You got a meeting coming up, um, right? You know, or whatever. But I think you can configure that, and then you can actually join your meetings directly from Slack, which is like so. I use that a lot. 
That's a great idea. I mean, I I live for meeting notifications now and reminders. And whenever I set myself up a, an event in uh, my calendar, my Google calendar, I always make sure that it has a meeting reminder. And that's not just for meetings with other people. That's for just things that I set myself like singing uh, practice and, and things that I want to make sure happen regularly or uh, on a specific day, I will put that in there and then I will put a event reminder because for some reason it doesn't seem to do that by default do an alert ahead of time but i need that alert i need it to pop up and tell you you have you have singing practice in 30 minutes and then i can move it i have been better about that i think you can set up a default so it does it automatically Hmm. Um, look at that like like uh like 15 minutes is a default on mine but uh you can change it it always has a uh a reminder now whether or not you get the reminder depends on where you're receiving those notifications yeah you know but um um, but I do like um, integrations. So if there's a possibility, and, and I like integrations with Slack. So if there's a possibility of of having Slack update because Slack's open for me all the time, right? And I have it on my phone too. So those notifications will hit me if I'm not at my computer. And uh, sometimes it results in multiple notifications for the same thing. But I'm okay with that. And uh, I, I'm like OCD on like red things on my on my screen, you know. And so I, I, I've got to resolve any <laughs> red notifications. At, uh... <laughs> I got to tell you, this is a this is a little pet peeve of mine. It's the UI problem with the alerts that pop up on a Mac. It's it's very difficult. You can't just shove them aside easily. You have to like position your mouse directly over this tiny little X to make it go away. Oh, you can uh, click and then just flick them off the screen. Sometimes it doesn't let me. No? Yeah. But yeah, the old uh, growl notification. I remember oh, uh, the growl, insta- right. installing growl before those notifications. I had were that for actually. a day and I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Stop notifying me about everything. <laughs> That's just an interruption. But yeah, so uh, Slack notifications is a good idea if you have Slack open all day. I just have, I mean, you know, I have calendar on my phone, so it just pops up. I mean, it goes and it just like alerts me on my phone when I have a, something coming up. Yeah. Now, one but, thing I have oh. haven't done very good at is integrating, like, so the Apple Calendar. Um, mm. That and, and I do I, I do use it for some things, but with all the other calendars, it is hard to, uh, for me anyway, to 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 use Apple Calendar. So I kind of mm. uh, don't use it at all. Um, so we've got the the Google Calendar. It really, Google Calendar is is where it's at for me. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Outlook Calendar and stuff like that, but I'm not a heavy Outlook user. Um, it's real specific, specific stuff, but but that's nice because Outlook uh, integration with uh, Slack works beautifully. So, uh, which you you know, considering that they're trying to make you move to Teams for everything, it's a little surprising, but good yeah. for them. Not a big Teams fan. Oh, I'm definitely not a Teams fan, but it does work. But not <clears> a big fan. it's one of those applications that tries to do everything. And doesn't do any of them well, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> and and I I mean I they're just trying to eat everybody else's lunch. And I think I mentioned that before. Um, one thing that's important though, if you're gonna do notifications for something like meetings, uh, is to make sure that you know you don't have notifications set for everything, because then you're training yourself uh, to either be constantly interrupted or you're training yourself to ignore notifications, and then you're gonna miss something. So yeah. you make sure, like, I only have notifications on my phone turned on for actual SMS messages, um, for calendar alerts, 
and for Slack and nothing else on my phone like actually buzzes or notifies me. Well, I mean, except when the phone rings, but that's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't need my auto insurance, uh, my, <laughs> my auto warranty renewed. So I ignore right. those. <laughs> now to do lists a little bit different, but kind of on the same yeah. line, you know, um, we're, we're, well, I think we're both Trello fans. Yes. Um, I, I think it's great. Some people just swear at it rather than buy it, you know, but, um, that's a good way to put it, but I, boy, it really works. Uh, when I, when we, you know, we, when we first started using Trello, I was like, what the heck is this? And yeah. I couldn't kind of figure out the whole paradigm of, uh, uh, the different boards and right, things like that, you know, cards, yeah. but now it just really makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and I use it with clients. Okay. Um, we have like, uh, I, I have, uh, set up projects, uh, with, um, with boards and the projects that have, uh, you know, like milestones, stuff that we haven't done and mm-hmm. stuff that is in progress and stuff that's completed. And it gives an opportunity for, uh, collaboration in, uh, like each track that we're working on, Okay. um, you know, and communicating back and forth. So that like comments about things in, um, you know, on a specific track are all in that specific track. It really works good. Nice. And, and then, um, also get sign off because, uh, you have check boxes where, you know, uh, you know, where the client checks this off, that's, that's done. And, uh, okay. and so then I've got that documentation says, no, we got that done, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, or this is still to do, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then creating tasks, uh, you know, within that, uh, that particular item on the board and things like that. So, it gives me a really nice visual I can see as I move things across because I flow left to right of, uh, you know, of not started to completed. Yeah. Um, and that's the way I like to do it anyway. And it gives me a nice view of kind of where we are in the entire project. You know, like if it's like an album project or something like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I really like using it that way. That's very cool. Um, yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew you were kind of all in, but I didn't know you were all all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a... That's great. I'd love to see this. And I've got really good feedback from my clients who are using it too. Uh, and which most have when they come in and we and we do this, haven't ever used Trello before. And okay. uh and the ramp up has been really easy. Now, they hmm. don't need to know much. I just kind of give them a little bit of guidance as to here's how you comment and uh you know and things like that. You don't have to do much. We're just gonna c- communicate here. And it's gone really easy. So. Oh yeah, that sounds a lot better and more efficient than um bunch of email back and forth or DM yeah. back and forth. And they don't, and there's notifications there. So I know when there's a comment, you know, I've got it on my phone. Um, and, uh, as well as, you know, I just log into the web app, but, uh, so I really like that. It's, uh, as far as to do, to do lists go, it is, um, kind of a to do list on steroids. So right. if, if you, you know, if you're just wanting a simple to do that, you can check some things off, put some dates on when they're due. This is way more than that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's there's plenty of of lightweight to do applications out there. You know, uh, sure, little web apps or or whatever. Well, yeah, um, and there's stuff that just natively comes on your phone. You always have a to do list or something app. You know, yeah, you just have to pick one and stick with it. Is really the is really what it is. Yeah, I've actually you know I've written a couple of them over the years. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> just for fun, you know, because they're an easy app to. Uh, to work on or practice, you know, yeah. uh, uh, stuff with, and, uh, the, I've never, I've never been happy with Google's efforts at to-do list. I no, I agree with you. I haven't ever really liked it much. Um, like of all the things, because they do so basic. many things well, you know, and, and that seems like such a simple thing to cover, but, um, yeah, I've not, I've not 
liked their effort. I've <laughs> used it. Regard. I've used it for like some home project planning things before, and mm-hmm. and uh, it it's okay. I guess as far as I would consider that to be a lightweight yet a little clunky to do list. Yeah. And uh, I think it's at one time they were thinking about doing just getting rid of it altogether, but uh, I think it's still hanging around. Yeah, the, for me the problem is with a to do list is that. You know, it's all about, all this stuff is about friction, right? Either eliminating, eliminating friction, right? So it has to be easier to use than writing it down on a piece of paper and checking it off. And if it's not easier to use than that, then I'm not going to switch to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, another option, like if you're on, um, if you're on iOS is you could use the notes app and yes, people do. You can use the the checkbox uh, uh, feature, um, which is in, uh, your, your text formatting options, I think. And right. so you can actually add a checkbox and it is clickable. So you can create just, and there's no notifications or there's nothing like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just a note that you can go to and you can, um, uh, kind of a low tech way to see at a glance, uh, what your next yeah. task is and check it off when you're done. So I've used that is the thing too. I like about having it on a piece of paper, which I, typically do is that I can just put the pad down and it's just sitting there. You know, I don't have to go to my phone, unlock my phone, click on an app, go to my thing. I, it's like, it's right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a friction point. But what I like what you said about the, the Trello board is, is back to what I was saying originally. It's a single point of reference. So you've created a system, a uh, system being a repeatable set of actions that lead to a, a predictable outcome. Uh, which is something that we like to integrate into everything we do uh, mm-hmm. to make our flow more efficient, right? So what you've created is a system that provides a single point of reference for you and your client for any given project. Yeah. And there's no emails. You're like, wait, where did I see that? Is that an email? Was that an instant message? Was that a text? Where did I see that reference? And you have it all right there in one spot. And I think that's that's a fantastic idea. Yes, I like that. Um, you know, as far as for, and so it kind of ends up being a project management tool in that way. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I started doing a similar thing in HubSpot, which is where I keep my client information. Uh-huh. And that's another kind of all in one thing for HubSpot. You can do, you know, you can email from HubSpot and you can set up landing pages and you can keep your client database and track notes and track to do lists and, and, I've been trying to integrate that because I like to have my clients all in one place and I don't want them on my, you know, hanging out on my phone or wherever. I want them all in one spot with their email addresses and blah, blah, blah. So what I do is I use that for project tracking. Project comes in then I track its progress across. But um, I like the idea that you have of having an interactive one where you share with your client that they can, they can help check boxes or write notes directly. And yeah, yeah. I empower them to, I empower them to say when it's done, you know, and, yeah, uh, yeah. or, or when it's not, and if there's uh, um work that needs to be done mm-hmm. or to dis- it's also a place to discuss in context of, of the specific thing that we're talking about um, uh, before we even get started, you know, yeah. and, and have written notes that are logged, um, mm-hmm. you know, there, so I can go back. It's easy to go back and refer to those because I pull that up as, you know, uh, uh, to work on the, that element of the project. So, yeah. It, yeah, there's, there's really no negatives that, uh, you know, in that process for me, um, I I really like the idea of working in, uh, HubSpot is attractive to me as well. Although you don't have the collaborative feature other than email. 
Um, right. And uh, so it's it's a little bit more one way, but uh, but I do like that because then you've got your your customer contact mm-hmm. uh, uh, records, you know, that you right. can go back and and refer to and things like that. But um, yeah, either either way, uh, uh, HubSpot is underused for me, and uh, um, but I always everything about it is uh, is attractive, you know it. It, yeah, uh, and, they, and they keep adding features and making it easier to use. Like every time yeah. I go back to it, it's like there's some there's some new feature that they've added. And I'm just using the free version, and yet it's still very full featured. Yeah, but so what I've done is ad- adopted the sales pipeline section uh-huh. for project tracking. Oh, so I've made columns uh, in my in what's called what is supposed to be the sales pipeline. I've made columns for project milestone. So on radar. Project started in progress, um, waiting to be approved, approved and paid. So I've, I'm tracking projects in there, but it sounds like you're doing that in Trello and it's interactive. So I like that. Yeah. So for me, something like that, I would. I'm. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm, now that you mentioned, I'm. I'm thinking about uh, testing that out because it sounds like it would solve some of my issues. One of the things for me that is a barrier to adoption is the idea of. Um, Kind of what I was saying about the to-do list. It has to be, it has to be easier, than doing it whatever way I do now. Right? There has to be a, like, it has to not feel like make work. It has to not feel like I'm doing extra work now to try to make my life easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that you're going to have extra work in in setting up so that you can have less work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm okay with an extra work for a ramp up period and a yeah. process build out. But when if it if it starts to feel like you're doing more work than you were before trying to make something efficient, then yeah. that feels like a diminishing return. So here's the deal. Uh, so I have a template. I have a a, a customer project template that I Ooh. use in in okay. Trello. Okay, and and it just stays there. And whenever I have a new project, I just uh, uh, clone the template, and uh, and then I inside that whole Trello template is uh, you know is the boards, and uh, and then I can. Clone. I have like a uh, like an EP mastering. Um, I can't think of the what what, what board? it's called. And is it a board? Um, the board is the whole thing, right? The board's then, the whole thing, and then a column is a as a card. Sorry, a um, card. Yeah. yeah. And so I've got an EP card. I got an LP card. I got a single card, and then you know, so I can create a a, a customer project board. And then I, uh, you know, from that template that already has EPLP and, and, uh, and singles in mm-hmm. the to-do column. Okay. And then I just clone those for whatever is applicable to that project okay. and then, and then put the names on them. And so I, I, I did all the setup once and, then I, you know, setting up a new project now is a five minute thing, yeah. you know, um, you know, for an entire album, really, you know, I mean, it's maybe a little, maybe six minutes, you know, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, Six if, minutes and thirty if, seconds. If if the names of the songs are <laughs> a little longer, I have to type a little bit more. You know, so yeah, so I can set up that and uh, and invite a uh, a client if they haven't done it before. Um, you know, real quickly, and then whatever. It's easy to uh, uh, ramp them up. Uh, you know, and just give a quick demonstration of what we're doing and how we're using it, and and then I can also give. Uh, you know, I use colors. You know, so we have different. Uh, um, colors meaning different things along the way. Right. Um, do you do this over Zoom? You have a Zoom with the client and show them how to do it. Actually, once they got in there, uh, uh, we were uh, generally just chatting. Okay. In Trello. Um, okay. 
And uh, uh, but yeah, we it, anyway any any communication works. Yeah. It could be you know okay. it could be phone or Zoom or however you want. And you know if you need to, I've never had to do a screen share before. Everybody's just picked it up and oh. and started running with it. So that's why I, I've liked it because it's. Uh, it's been easy for uh, clients who haven't ever used it before to just pick up and start running with it. So, well, yeah, that's the, to me, that's always been the beauty of Trello is that it's so simple. Um, and at first you kind of look at it and go, I don't get it, Yeah, but that's because you that can use me. it in any way you can use. It's, it's so simple that you can use it any way you want, because it really started out as basically a an electronic version of the whole sticky note Kanban board. You take your sticky note and you write your, task and then you move it to the next line and then you move it to the next line but yeah by by making it you know kind of like modular and then like here's a framework run with whatever you want to make out of it um yeah. to me that's the that's the elegance and the beauty of it yeah and it's free it is and it's it, yeah it uh, uh we use it for um the podcast obviously yeah, yeah. and it We're integrates great. with slack which is really nice because then when we complete <laughs> items and then you get 20 notifications get 20 because notifications. everybody because they're like i'll check this off check this off check this off because some of us wait until yeah. they're all my done a week later and do all going, bzz, 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 bzz. i'm like wow somebody just did all their trello stuff you know you yeah, but you love it when that happens <laughs> i'm not complaining <laughs> Check more boxes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, finish that real quick. Steve, finish I'm almost that there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do need to go on an app diet. I do need to kind of go. Okay, I'm doing too many things in too many places. Bring it all home. And some of it's because um, you know, you dabble in a workflow, and you're like, let's just try this on for size and see if this works for what I do. And then <laughs> you know how sometimes. Uh, it's like an ITism. Um, the workflow, I mean, the the workaround becomes the solution <laughs> because once the process works, <laughs> you don't need to reseek a, a better solution because it's already in place and you have other things you got to work on. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think sometimes this is all like Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> dabbling becomes a workflow, and then you need to go back and go. Okay, let's restreamline this because now, yeah. Now you're, you're fractionated again. You got to bring it all home. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, after some time, if you, if you looked at, uh, um, your phone and if, uh, if yours is set up like mine apps, you haven't used in a while end up kind of getting, uh, I have it set up so that, uh, you know, inactive apps kind of get offloaded. Uh-huh. Uh, you can download them again if you want to use them again, but I use that as an indicator of, you know, I'm not really using that. I'm going to delete it. You know, or at least to give me that thought, because if I, yeah. I keep everything, I'm, I'm, I'm OCD about it, you know, so I don't have just like a bunch of screens of icons. I have folders yep, on my, on my phone and with, you know, stuff in it um, yep. for, you know, relevant for whatever it's entertainment or it's business <laughs> or, you know, uh, uh, reading. I got a music folder for, you know, different things. And when I go into those folders, I can, I can see at a glance that, this application has been offloaded. Do I still want to keep it in here? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. and I don't really go through and do that, you know, but as in my daily activities, you know, if I go into my music folder and I see, you know, I haven't used, you know, I, I got, I got three metronomes in here and I haven't used these, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? I've done and, that. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the point where I only have two screens on my phone, like screen A and screen B. Yeah. Me too. And anytime I install <laughs> anything and it goes to screen C, it really bugs me. So then I have to move it somewhere. 
Yeah, screen C is out. Man. It's out. No. Nope. See, they got to go on. Okay. No. If you need more than two screens, you need <laughs> to go on an app diet. There you go. You need to go on an app diet. I do hate how, like, of all the things that the iPhone does well, the one thing that I can't stand is the way it doesn't let you move app icons around very easily without just like blowing away your carefully orchestrated uh, uh, <laughs> um, yes, things shift around and everything moves like it's like trying just, to play that you know that game where you like shift uh um the little the little squares around to yeah. you know, and try and put yeah, the puzzle yeah. together yeah it's kind of like that oh yeah because i have it very carefully set ergonomically to what i use the most with which finger and <laughs> yeah this two is my left and... thumb <laughs> applications right. this is my right thumb applications when I, to, when I go to move one thing and it moves 24 things without <laughs> me wanting it to it drives me bananas <laughs> also having to drag off the second screen to the first screen is not that great because um, no. you got to hold it get it over there and <laughs> This thumb's kind of big, and and if I get it on the left side of that, then I can't get it all the way over there. You, you got to do it in stages. You move it to one screen, then move it to the next screen, and then move <laughs> things back. It's yeah, it should be a thirty second process, not a ten minute process of yeah. getting everything back the way you wanted it to. You listening, Apple? Fix that. <laughs> That's one thing Android does better, at least. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, folders are great. It just helps you clean stuff up. That's and that's I a process. It. That's another process. That's it, another. Or it just, it helps you look like you've got stuff cleaned up. Yeah. Sometimes that's important too. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to look professional. <laughs> I just hate, I, I just hate like running around trying to find like a single icon, you know, in a sea of application icons, you know. Right. Just, yeah. No, I have mine organized in a very specific way. And it's a process, you know, it didn't start out organized like that. It's like, okay, I'm going to move this here because I use this more. I'm going to get rid of this because it's taken up screen real estate and I don't use it hardly ever, but I want to keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all a process of honing your workflow and, um, you know, getting things the way that it works for you best. Right. right. Hone it. <laughs> Hone it. Hone it. Hone it and own it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we covered that one. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, hone it and own it. Hone it and own it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Is that the title? I like that title. That's that's a really good clickbaity title. Hone it, it and is. own it. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> yeah, we had a storm blow through, so my uh my my uh my yard work plans are kind of uh off oh, really? the menu now. It's everything's soaking wet, so I can't so I'm gonna uh I think I'm gonna spend some time working on my workflow instead. <laughs> Yeah, see, just like you to take the harder job first, you know, so. <laughs> Arguably. Arguably. All right. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Enjoy your Saturdays. Yes. Yeah. Peace out. All right. Talk to you later. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>